everybody. This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And another exciting episode. This one is about the last episode I talked about ancient aliens, UFOs, technology, 9-11, and just some conspiracy buff things because I watched this video on ancient aliens and UFO technology. And I saw that some of the technology that the ancient aliens were using, we're using today, like some of the reverse technology, like some of the things we're using, like jet propulsion stuff. And like, I talked about how Hitler used some of that jet propulsion and stuff. Well, I didn't really glorify Hitler because, you know, he tried to create this pure and racial destiny here or there. But what I was talking about was the stuff that that um, actually were stuff that um, the technology that he used, where did he get it from? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he decided to wake up one day. And, and what is it? He just woke up one day and said, oh, I got some technology. And the technology he just had, you know, so that's what made me go, made me start questioning things. So that's what I, that's why I asked about that. So that was, that was the reason I did that about technology and stuff, about UFOs and stuff, and ancient aliens and things like that, and astronaut theorists. So I started thinking like that. So that's what made me start doing that stuff. So, you know, that's why I did that. So that's why I talked about that in my last podcast and stuff. So... And, and I was so worried, and I'm just curious, because a lot of people, and some things they don't talk about, like UFOs and stuff, and like Project Blue Book, I talked about that, and with Zero LeMay and all them, and, and how I believe, and I mean, I just constantly, I believe this, that, that the UFOs are not at Area 51 or Wright-Patterson. They might be at, they might be at Dugway Proofing Grounds or the Aberdeen, you know, they're not, they might be somewhere, they might be scattered. They might be somewhere hidden in the mountains or something. That's where I think they're at because we evolved then. We evolved better now. But once we started knowing where place, once we knew where places were, that's when we as society started going up. Yeah, let's go check that out. So they, so the military, because I was in the military, and I know how the military operates. The military has a policy of moving things. It's something that's secret, something that's highly classified and top secret. It doesn't stay in one place for very long. It gets moved around. It move. It gets moved around from place to place. The reason being is because that's how the military does it. They move things around because they just. That's just how they are. They, they have to keep moving stuff because the government doesn't like to keep stuff in one location for a long time because um, we, you know, we as society tend to, um, and if you're in the military and if more and more people start knowing where we hide stuff at, then it's not a secret anymore. So they got to move it. Generals, I mean, it goes from generals down to the lowest private in the military. No matter what branch, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or Coast Guard. All military branches, even the Coast Guard. People say, what about Coast Guard? Coast Guard, there's two. They have some of that alien technology stuff hidden in their bases too. Reason being, because they're military. They follow a code. Military people follow an ethics. They follow a code of ethics, and their code of ethics is a standard that we, 
as citizens don't know about. We don't tend to follow. We don't we don't follow the rules. They're strict. They're strenuous. The guidelines. We don't follow those strict rules because the military is a different kind of ball game. I like I always say this when it comes to like this is what I say to be in the to be in the military. You have to be cut from a different fabric because the United States military doesn't matter what branch you get into, whether it's the Coast Guard, whether it's the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, or the United States Marine Corps. It doesn't matter. You know, it does not matter. You have to be cut because you got to want to join. I mean, not everybody can join the military. It's not for everybody. This is our society. Today's society is not like back in the back in the early back in the late 60s. 65 like 63 and up. That's what I'm talking about. When in 63 and up, that's a society that really was not very good. Reason being is because that society people were actually drafted. That's when they were initiating that government draft program. You know, and they say that that's where you you know, there's this new thing now. There's this thing now where they say um if you don't sign up for selective service, you can go to jail. I knew uh I knew like four people that didn't sign that. And they said, "You can't get a job unless you are registered with selective service." The guy says, "Well, then I'm not getting a job." And guess what? You didn't get a job. And the government came to school. Came to school that I school that I was at. And they came in there and they had all these cards and stuff and they told him he had to sign. If he didn't sign, he'd go to jail. He says, "Well, I guess I'll go to jail." So the the guy who was getting everybody signed up asked him, "Why do you really go to jail?" He says, "Because you said if I don't sign it, I I will go to jail." So, guess what? I'm signing it. So I'm not signing it. Send me to jail. Please. Thank you. I'd rather go to jail. I'd rather go to jail than sign it. He says, "You rather go to jail than sign it?" He goes, "Yes." Please and thank you. Where do I sign? Where do I What bus do I pick up? And he didn't even he couldn't even the guy didn't even scare him. He was a really good friend of mine. Couldn't scare him. Because he was like, "I'd rather go to jail than sign it." And he did end up going to jail. They did take him to jail because they were like, "Oh, you trying to be one of them. You want to be one of those radical martyrs." And he did go to jail. So he did go. He did serve jail time, but he made his point and then when he got out, they told him, "You still got to sign." He says, "No, I'm a felon now. I went to a federal jail." He said, he turned to the guy from Selective Service told him, the federal government guy told him, "Now you need to sign this." He says, "I can't." The guy goes, "Why?" He says, "I am a convicted felon. And I'm a felon. And I'm a convicted felon. I sat in a federal penitentiary. Because I sat in a federal penitentiary and I'm a convicted felon now, I can no longer um register for selective service." And it was a law. And the guy was like, and the guy was like, "Uh, couldn't get it because he was telling the truth." It was the truth. That was a law. Yeah. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about that about, you know, that because I wanted you to understand something about reason why he did that, you know, about the selective service and stuff. But that was just something a long time ago. That's way back in the 80s and stuff when I went to school. Yeah. I'm a little bit up in age now, so I'm a little more wise. I I signed up for it. I joined the military. I like the military. My dad was in the military. 
But like I said, back to about the technology and stuff. Oh, okay. I just wanted to throw that in there because I just had to say something about that. Because it dawned him. I was thinking about that. And and what I was what I what I wanted to say about the technology and stuff is that a lot of our US, a lot of our technology that we have was invented by you know, a lot of the stuff that we have in society was invented for the military. Our cell phones. They were designed by the military. Walkie talkies, military technology. CDs, military technology. They were using, <laughs> excuse me, they were using um, crude technology. What's what they were using, what they call that? They were using the um, crystals. They were using the crystals and they were using them to using um, as a making their own AM radios. Because back then we, we had AM and FM radios. We didn't have this high def radios and stuff. And we had, everything was dial up. We didn't have the internet. There was no internet. Back when I was growing up, there was no internet. Internet did not come around until like the... Internet was actually designed for the U.S. military. It was designed for the military so that military people can talk to each other without breaking communication. Like I can be in, say, Dallas... I can be in, say, New York City at a military post and someone else is in, say... San Jose, say, um, Cap Pendleton, California. And we could sit there and communicate with each other. That's what that was. That, that's what that design was. You know, that's what that design was for that technology. So, and that's what that means. That's how the military designed it. And then it got a commercial thing because um, the internet and cellular service, internet was, a, was designed by Bell Laboratories. Yeah, Bell Laboratories was the one who designed the technology for the internet and stuff. Internet and all that stuff was part of a research lab by Bell Laboratories. Bell Laboratories was out of Berkeley, California. I think it was Berkeley. Well, I might be wrong. It's my opinion on Berkeley. I, I'd say it was California. That's how they did the um, technology. And they were doing research. And they were creating these programs and stuff. And the, and the programs they were creating were crude and barbaric and stuff and then um um AT&T which was back then was called Ma Bell because Ma Bell was a monopoly and Ma Bell monopolized the market Ma Bell said Ma Bell monopolized the government I mean everything was west everything was made by Ma Bell all the self all the phones were Ma Bell you had a house phone you had a, it said Ma it said it said um, AT&T or it said Southwestern Bell or Georgia Bell, some of the baby bells and stuff. The technology was a Bell Corporation and part of the Bell Laboratory of Technology. Yes, yes, Bell Laboratory research and technology and everything. Yes, Bell, Bell created a lot of stuff. During the 80s, Ma Bell had this huge court case, um, huge court case. A judge said that 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 Bell, that Ma Bell was a monopoly, and that she could not do the things she did. So they had to break it up. So when they broke it up, anything that did not pertain to, anything that did not pertain to landline phone service had to go. So what did they do? They got rid of it. That's where they created the cellular service. First cell phone was a was a Motorola brick, Dynatech brick. 
It was a Motorola brick. It was a hardwired phone, hardwired into the car. It was a brick phone. The first mobile phone was a brick. It was huge. It's a Dynatech something. It was big old brick phone. Yeah. Huge. No texting. No internet. It was huge. And it took forever to charge. Like, you boy. And it cost me an arm and a leg. It was expensive. Yes, it was. It was very expensive to get that phone. And, and I mean, I mean, seriously, very, very expensive. And a lot of people really wanted it. But they couldn't afford it because it was so expensive. It was like only rich people could get that phone. Cell phones, when cell phones first came out, they were designed for the rich. Rich and famous. Yep, they did. They were designed for the rich and famous. And that's how the technology, yeah, that, was a, that was a military technology. Yes, came for commercial use. Probably, I'm just guessing, astronaut theorists always said this, probably ancient probably ancient alien technology. They helped create the cell phone. Yeah, kind of. If you want to think like that, I go, eh, I can see your point, and you might be right. And you might be right. Ancient astronaut theorists, I, will, I have to say, I agree. You know? I will agree, you know? I will agree. And that's probably what I think, you know, because I kind of see it that way. And that's how the technology is, you know, because we as society, it's just how we put uh, our our uses and what the government is, is saying that we, you know, do together and stuff. You know, you know that um, a lot of the stuff that technology that the government is, a lot, lot of our technology is proprietary, you know, like there was a um, there was an article that I read about a um, about a German guy. He created a car running on hydrogen, ran off of water. There was another guy who created a car that ran whoops, that was me. That ran off of that ran off of fuel. The fuel it ran off of was dirty, dirty biofuel, like cooking grease. But it wasn't like just regular. It was dirty grease. Just dirty cooking grease. It didn't have to be processed. You know, when we have biodiesel, it's a process. They process it and clean it and whatever. This guy made a car that run off of just dirty, these dirty cooking grease. Just regular cooking grease. It was a it was a vegetable based. It was an animal and vegetable based product. And 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 that's what he created. He created a car that could run off of that. And did you know that about Two months later, after he went out and got a patent for that, you know he was visited by the federal government and all his technology and everything was seized because the government says we need the we need this we needed this. You know, we need this technology and they took it from him. Why did they take it from him? Because they're the government. See, you don't realize and we don't understand, we don't realize and we don't understand about some things is that the government can do whatever they want. Because they're the government. That's just the truth. They're the government. They can do whatever they want. And that's how the government is. They can do whatever they want because of society and everything. And that's why a lot of our technology that the ancient aliens brought out, government has. Of course. You got to believe me on that one. You know, some of that stuff, yeah, it's government. Government built that stuff. Like some of the stuff that we have, I think ancient aliens, like, like Bluetooth and wireless stuff. It's all government stuff. You know, that's all government. You know, 
that is all government. You know, that's all government. You know, and I really do believe that. You know, because the way the way our government runs things, I think our government controls a lot of our stuff. So I'm gonna tell you like this: you build something that is better for the man, better for mankind, but the government doesn't like it. Guess what? They're coming to seize it from you, or you know something the government doesn't know about, or you know some secret, or you know something some. Now you know some history about the government, or you know a little bit about the government um, weird quirks or something. You know anything about the government? Anything that you know about the government? The government's going to seize things from you. You build something that's better. I, like there was a guy who built a he built a a man pack. He built a he built a portable rocket booster. You know for for the military. That the military, that the soldiers, that the U.S. military personnel, the infantry men, the grunt, the infantry guys, the grunts, the 11 Bravos, the 3381, I mean 3311, 0311, and the 11 Bravos, and the you know the bosun, and all them guys, they can put this pack on their shoulder like a backpack, and they can turn around and they can walk to whatever they gotta go, drop it on the ground turn around and you know turn it to somewhere and just put the pull out the legs and then shoot off the rock remotely with a with a with a with a, with a clicker like a little like a little door like a little car door like a little um garage door opener clicker and shoot off the rocket the guy built it and guess how much it costed him five grand he built the thing that it only the material costed him a total of five thousand dollars did you know that the federal government, with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, called ATF, Bureau of ATF, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, better known as ATF, I call them the Alphabet Guys. They came along with the FBI, along with the CIA, along with the DEA. I don't know why the DEA had to come to his house. They came there. I don't know why. They thought he probably was some drug dealer or something. You know, they came there and they seized all his stuff, seized his prototypes, his, his schematics, his blueprints, and everything. He didn't get a chance to patent none of that stuff. Everything was all on computer. They took all his computers, everything. And then they sent him, and then the DOJ at the time sent him a letter. DOJ came and visited him and sent him a letter and told him that if he makes anything else just like that, that they will sue him. That he can no longer make that kind of technology ever again. He got so scared he didn't make it anymore. That's what I mean when I say the government is really controlling a lot of your stuff. So be leery about how the government controls you and stuff, okay? Just I'm just telling you, just be careful, okay? That's how the government is. Just be very, very careful on how the government does that. Because you got to be careful. You got to understand. Okay? All right? Now, I am stopping because I got to go. And I got to go take care of some business because I got to go pay the water bill. Really do, because I'm driving, and I got to go take care of things. And I got to go go pay some bills. So, if you do want to further my podcast and stuff, I do accept cryptocurrency. If you do have any cryptocurrency, I do accept that. I believe in the freedom. I believe in the central, I believe in decentralizing the government, and I believe in a smaller government. 
and I believe that Bitcoin, I believe that cryptocurrency is the future and whether whatever cryptocurrency you have is the future and that's what I believe in. Doesn't matter whether it's a Bitcoin, a Litecoin, a Dogecoin, um, a Ripple, Ethereum, Ether, which is Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, or basic attention tokens or bats. I don't care. Or I just, or Litecoins or Lindens, whatever um, cryptocurrency it is, I just don't, I, I accept them all. If it's in the Coinbase, if it's in a Coinbase wallet where that I can accept it, I will accept it. And if you want to donate some cryptocurrencies to me, I would appreciate it. You ain't got a crypto. If you don't have if you don't have cash, if you don't have any money to donate to my podcast, just do just do some cryptocurrency. That would be very much appreciated. I can accept that. I mean, hey, I do accept those. I will send you my links and stuff, and you can sit there and just boom, done, send it to me. I do accept those. I mean, hey. Because I believe in the centralizing, decentralizing the government, and you can send me as much as you want, whatever you want to do to help further my podcast. That will be most appreciative and most gracious because I do need it, and that can help me because I am tired. I work a lot, and I work, and I work, and I work, and I would like to not constantly work. I would like to focus more time doing the podcast. But since I can't, I have to work and do my podcast because sometimes it's kind of hard because I like to do it every single day, my podcast. So I'm going to try to get them in as much as I can, at least one a day, maybe two a day or three a day. I'm going to try to get them in, okay? So this is JR with I Got Your Six Podcast, and I will talk to you later.